really finna tell y'all how to get away with murder and shit. You don't regret killing this guy. I don't regret killing him, no. You murdered this man. Yes. You tortured him. Of course. There is no ambiguity and there is nothing you want us. Yet in court today you said uh, you're not here to pretend to be remorseful. Of course not. Why would I do that? Are you remorseful? Not at all. Why? Why would I be? What's that first murder? What's that, what do you, what do you think of that first murder in, in your life? You know, it's, it's like, really, and not, not that this is a, a good thing that I'm saying, but you know, once, once you do it once, it's like everything else is... No, I wasn't afraid. No, that's, that, no, I wasn't afraid. Account of your CIA training. We're not going to get into that. You'd only care enough to kill somebody you love. Well, my kid, I bet you spent three days driving nails into a guy's head and pulling his teeth out. Why? I found it necessary. So I shot him in the head. I'm about to be on some real murder shit, eh? What do you think is going to happen to you now? Whatever they throw in. Hopefully, they'll kill you. Hopefully? Yeah. Why do you hope they got me life? I'm gonna kill somebody else. Straight up. Will you kill again? If the opportunity arises, I hope so. I mean, let me smoke this old dude. Today I thought about killing you. Premeditated murder. What can you offer him, huh? What, another I have a dream speech? Some of that same shit you ripping off the me. And you robbed these guys? Mark both of them now. We robbed them. I killed them. It's actually a very simple question. Can you kill someone with a chokehold? I should have gotten the death penalty. What was his name? His name was Gary. Gary. Yeah, little Gary. Is that the one that they say got his dick cut off? Yeah, that's the one they say got his dick cut off, yeah. Was that a situation from you? Yeah. That was? I want to kill little Gary later on. In the next two years, they'd be marking your graves. So your only regret is that the torture didn't go on anymore. Right, and I regret not killing my other victim. The question is, did I, did I have anything? To, did I kill Rich? Sometimes I think really bad things, really, really, really bad things. And I love myself way more than I love you. Ooh, Ooh. how you like that new intro there? Very good. So that is a new one because this is a new series we're going to be doing. That is going to be Black History Murders. Oh, so by the way, this is, dude, where's my killer? Where is he? Or she? (laughs) But most likely he. But it is me, K. Wood the Genius, your host, and also... She's my co-host, and she is the one that just believes that everybody that has to murder has to be a guy. Uh, statistically speaking, <laughs> we're going to talk about statistics here. So, talking about statistics, you must be talking about how we have had our first 100 listen to episode. Wow. Yes. 
We've had our first 100 listen to episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much to everybody. And after that, we had like three more after that that yeah. came in once to listen to us. Yeah. So thanks to everybody. We're almost averaging 100 listeners of episode. episode. So thank y'all so much. Y'all thank making you. y'all making everything just becomes just so, so awesome. Oh my God, y'all so awesome. Yes. This is really amazing. I'm hoping that y'all are really going to love this series. Mm-hmm. Black History Murders. This isn't no Black History Month like like Nino Brown said in that intro. Don't be preaching this number that I have a dream shit. Ooh. Um, I'm not going to say anything about that. Oh, because we, are only, we only dream about murder over here. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, we only dreaming about those unsolved killings, and we're gonna get into some. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, I, I dream about many things. <laughs> I dream about my dog. Mm-hmm. I dream about, honestly, I dream about finding comfortable places to sleep. Oh, I thought he was gonna say he's gonna dream about finding who killed John Bonet Ramsey. Oh, mm. That's never going to happen, so I don't dream about it. Oh, well, we're going to definitely talk about some murders that, uh, oh, man. Apparently, they are quite intense. Oh, this is going to be a very intense episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let's uh, talk about, uh, we can get a little bit more into the podcast. Again, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, again, Follow the social medias if you want to. Mm-hmm. Come on. I want to get an interact- interactive group so badly. I literally want to get group discussions going on yeah. here. So definitely follow social medias. Here's your, plays. here's your killer on Instagram and on uh, and on Twitter. Also, here's your killer at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And also, Facebook group is Want More Noise. We came out with an episode of Glow that I have not been advertising yet because I want to wait to get a few episodes in before I officially advertise it. But it is going on some nice little social media. It has been on some, uh, on some um, it has been distributed to some podcast networks. I hear that cover art's pretty good. Uh, it's the cover art that's done by Haley. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so it is going, it has been distributed to so, some. So if you want to look it up, it is Glow and it is, uh, it's glow and it has kind of seventies type of cover art, eighties, well, excuse me, eighties type of cover art feel because it's an eighties show. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, you hear me and Haley talking want, about the TV show, and it's, and it's gonna be a lot more, <laughs> a lot more fun than hearing us talk about murder. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely do definitely that. Definitely not as depressing. <laughs> So they'll be looking up on uh, on Spotify because guess what? Anchor apps on Spotify. Was purchased now. by Spotify. <laughs> Today, Spotify versus Anchor app. So I guess now we work for Spotify. That's going to be. Uh, yeah. Weird. Thanks, Spotify. <laughs> uh, yeah, we literally. Now love we're going to be doing the, like, the Spotify ads <laughs> where it's like, uh, uh, keep calm and rock on. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be. I'm feeling. Am I going to be kind of banned off now that I actually own, like, a subscription to Apple Music? And that's too. <laughs> a subscription to Spotify Premium. And you know what? <laughs> Here's the deal. I used to do Spotify Premium. But then, oh. then I got that trial of Apple Music. Yeah, that six-month trial that and then, got you. It looks well, you up, man. The first three-month trial. But then here's what got me. 
the, the thing that got me was Siri. Getting Siri to play something. Oh. If I could just be like, yo, Siri, play uh, play Hammer to Fall by Queen. And she just comes right in with the with the Hammer to Fall. She's like, I got you, bitch. She's like, I got you, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, we now work us for Spotify, I guess. Uh, in a way. I guess. <laughs> it is Luke Combs, us, Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm hoping everybody is loving the podcast. Yes. It seems like you are. Just for everyone to know, that was not... Kelsey Ballerini is not in the room. That was just me. <laughs> that was just me. So Haley has a big beef with Kelsey Ballerini. No, I don't have a beef. I don't have a beef, but here's the deal. In my line of work, mm-hmm. in the cosmetics industry, mm-hmm. we can be a little... We, we can be a little judgy. We can mm-hmm. be a little judgy. And you know, in my opinion, people people with pretty good amounts of money mm-hmm. should have things of quality, especially if they are being seen by a lot of people. Um, her eyelash extensions always look so janky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my you hear my girlfriend. You hear how high maintenance she is. I'm not high. That's I'm what high I have to deal with constantly. No, no he, <laughs> don't listen to him. He does not have to deal with it that often. Okay, well, you want me to? We want us to get a little bit into the story. Um, before we get really into the story, uh, let's talk about a little bit of black back history here. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about. Black. I wanted to do this Black History, uh, Black History Murder series mm-hmm. because one is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. It's obviously pretty cool to get into a series for Black History Month. Uh, no, no the podcast does month it. Of the year. Oh God, no podcast, no podcast does a series for Black History Month I've mm-hmm. ever seen. And honestly, true crime podcasts they don't get into Black murders. They really don't. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of disrespected in a way i think one it's one you don't really get too many black own mm-hmm. two fine podcasts mm-hmm. so i think that's one you don't get it to is because as you said on glow i believe or was it or was it dude where's my killer last week where he was like i i talk about it a little bit but i don't want to <laughs> oh, that was on Dude, Where's My Killer? So it was last yeah. So last week's Dude, Where's My Killer? You probably heard Haley was like, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about this during the series, but I might want to stay away from this subject. Well, and I think that's uh, what I think that's what most true crime podcast mm-hmm. listeners uh, host are because they're white. They're think, like, we don't want to be seen as demeaning black people. Well, from a from a white person's point of view here, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be a lot easier to just totally skip and avoid the subject yes to uh to not run the risk of sounding like an ignorant idiot well the thing is that i think because we get our true crime skipped on our african-american community Mm -hmm. and our african-american community i think that does run the risk of when we get it people like we're gonna talk about tonight Mm-hmm. And we get a lot more of those people mm-hmm. because of of us skipping that. Oh, mm-hmm. this doesn't happen in black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen where 
black people don't do these things. Yeah. We're all safe and sound. Well, yeah. That I went and I will say again, I've I mean, I've had some discussions with a couple people where it that's a th- that perception is very real. Um it's very real because I mean, anytime you hear about someone doing like a really really heinous like cho- I've chopped somebody up and put them in my freezer kind of murder, it's a it's a white dude. Yeah, but we're gonna find out in the next this next month. Mm-hmm. That old, it's not always a white dude. It age. might most of the time be a white dude. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like true crime with black people is kind of like kind of like um. Trying to think of sport, like maybe like hockey or golf or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, it's mostly black pe- white people doing it, mm-hmm. and they're mostly they're really really good at it. Mm-hmm. But oh, when there's a black guy that sneaks into it, oh my god! Does so basically, he... you're saying PK Subban is a murderer, right? I'm saying that we're gonna cover the PK Subban of murders. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Tonight. Just, I mean, PK, if you're listening, you probably don't remember me, but you're a very pleasant guy. She has sold PK uh, Subban um, cologne. I have his favorite type of cologne, actually. Yes, he was very, very nice, very, very like chatty and cordial. He even came back in to wave bye to me because I gave him really great service. Well, this guy is the opposite of that. I'm sure he is. This guy right here is going to be fucked up. And for the Black History Month, I kind of want to cover it a little bit more before we get into the true, until we get into the murder, murder aspect mm-hmm. of it. But I am going. This is going to be pretty much a four part series, and I'm going to pretty much cover murder in the Black community from. All different angles. Mm-hmm. Is this just going to be one certain type of murder? Or we're going to get into every different aspect of black true crime. Well, I, w- I will say, I, you asked me if I wanted to do an episode, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, ooh, do I want to do an episode? Yeah. But I thought of the perfect way for me to do an episode. Okay. I'm going to do a dude, there's my killer. Oh, you got a Darius My Killer coming at you as well. But it is going to be, um, it is going to be a, about a crime uh, fueled by racism towards a, a, a victim. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, y'all here? You're going to get a dude Darius My Killer as well? And from what I can see from the statistics... Y'all seem to love to do dares on killers way. Lay. Y'all seem to really love those. I guess I guess it's like, oh, well, at least we get a happy ending or something yeah, like that. Someone's brought to some kind of justice. I guess that's what it is. I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. But for some reason, the dude dares our killers mm-hmm. go through the roof. Well, it's, it's a fun play on words. Definitely the freaking... Um, 
Crystal, what is it? The, the what the Houston, the Houston one, the yeah. Lake Killers or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crystal Lake or whatever it was. The, the girl so, with yeah. no hair. Oh god, the girl with Miss Potato Head. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Potato Head. They y'all love that one. Yeah. For some reason, that is y'all's jam right oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> that Miss Potato Head is like every other one, like kind of like kind of is creeping towards one hundred and then got one hundred plays. Miss mm-hmm. Potato Head, like in the first like two weeks, was like ninety plays. Yeah. <laughs> like y'all. <laughs> I really there. love that jam for some uh-huh. reason. <laughs> what it is, but yeah, I love those dudes. There's our, there's there's my killer. So I, l- I like him. It. It's a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. You get to talk about you know, especially with uh, most of them. You get to talk a little bit more about the the part that really interests me a lot, which is the uh, trial aspect mm-hmm. of things. I'm not a big trial gal. I, I'm super into trials. My mom works in a law office. I've always kind of tinkered with the thought of maybe going to law school mm-hmm. and becoming a lawyer. Um, so I uh, I'm, I love hearing about what happens during trials. Well, I'm going to tell you all this right now. You're not getting a trial in this one. I, I, I assumed. You. So everybody... Time to get to the killing. But before I get into it, I will do this ahead of time. We're going to do a new phase because this is because our podcast is going to get to a whole new grounds. And I'm going to go ahead and give everybody warnings before we do episodes like this one. Mm -hmm. I will call this Big Timers. I think Mm -hmm. we're going to do it with the good old, you know, play on the. Cash money, big timers, Birdman, Manny Fresh. I know you don't know any of this stuff. I do know <laughs> cash money breaking over from nine nine in two thousand. God. <laughs> but there was a group called the Big Timers, mm-hmm. and I think that we're gonna start naming when we have people like this Big Timers, because they're guys that have done some fucked up shit. Some big time crime. Big time crimes, and you're. This is gonna be whoa. Uh, when I say this, whoa. Is, this is gonna be. Yeah, this is gonna be. This is gonna be tough. Okay. It's gonna be tough. It was tough on me doing all this research. Mm-hmm. I've been researching like crazy, looking for weeks and all, pretty much a month. Pretty much, I've been going on this one. Yeah. So this has been tough Dang. on me, going through all this source stuff, source material. So. I know this is going to be very tough on y'all just hearing this. Mm-hmm. So, again, if y'all don't think y'all are prepared to hear gruesome, gruesome crime, mm-hmm. gruesome, gruesome crime, and y'all just like the like the other stuff where you got, like, the lake, where the lake, whatever, the Miss Potato Head. If you like the Miss Potato Head stuff, that's kind of like, uh, it's a gruesome crime, but at least we get at least a little bit of comedy out of it kind mm-hmm. of aspect like this one yeah. not so much so this it's is gonna a, be tough this is it's basically a trigger tough. warning this is yes oh god it is a hundred percent yeah so this is again um this is gonna be a hundred percent fucked up okay there's not gonna be a part of this that's gonna be there's not gonna be anything that's gonna be like at least miss potato here you're like I could kind of feel sad for her some way. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel sad for this guy. All right. Let's do it. And the outcome's going to be pretty sad as well. Yeah. 
But to get into a story, and again, big timer. Um, so <laughs> that's your warning. Yeah. Anything past this point, it's on you. Yeah, it's on you. All right. All right, Haley, and uh, again, if you ever need a timeout, um, I will do this nice little favor for you. Mm-hmm. Just tell me when you need a timeout, Ed, because I want you to kind of to start watching the league with me because I really okay. love this show a lot. Okay. I will tell you fun facts about the league to get you interested into the league. Okay. So, everybody, hopefully this episode can at least do the favor of kind of um, bringing me and Haley together and... Uh, our love for Jason Mizukis uh-huh. and Paul Shear, at least. Probably won't bring you quite to where my love is for Jason Mizukis. Uh, oh, really? Because I've seen the league entirely. Yeah, I've, multiple I mean, times. I've seen a couple seasons of the league, <laughs> and I also have a have a weird attraction to Jason Mizukis. Oh, I, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what? I think I can believe that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Okay, well, everybody, let's get into the story. So, we're going to start this story off kind of interesting way. So, we're going to pretty much start this story off at the end. Oh. And then go to the beginning. Okay. So, Haley, mm-hmm. you live in a house that your parents built. Yes. What if you lived in a place where your parents didn't build it, and that it was actually a house that you rented from somebody? I don't know. And uh, you get a call from somebody one day, mm-hmm. and they tell you something very intriguing about your house. Like, uh, I live in the Harry Potter house? Oh, yeah. Not so much. Okay. More like the evil villain Harry Potter. Oh, so I live in the Voldemort house. Oh, yes. Definitely. Okay. Let's hear a little clip of a woman that once found out she lived in the Voldemort house. Oh, no. It's Chris Nagus. What'd you think when you found this place? I loved it. Like, I love the house. Katrina McGaugh signed the lease without worry. Her Section 8 voucher covered $810 in rent. The landlord seemed nice. No worries at all. Until a family member told her to check out a cold case documentary about serial killers airing on the A&E network. Oh, my God. Seriously, imagine if this happened to you. And then there it is. The house that I'm living in pops up, and it's like, it's real. Whoa. Yes, this woman is what found out she was living inside of. A murder house. A murder house. Oh, no. Ugh. This isn't just your... Average. Uh, this isn't just your Amityville horror. Mm-hmm. Um, there's American a, horror story. Yeah, this isn't one of those, oh, I went crazy and murdered my family in the middle of the night type of scenarios. This was true work of evil. Oh, no. This house was. That's bad. Yes. Okay. So, by the way, eight hundred and ten dollars for rent. The her her section eight covered. Was paying that. What? That's yes. pretty. Uh, 
like, we live here in Nashville. You're not getting fucking shit, right? Hundred and ten dollars. No. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how can I get that assistance? <laughs> what can I do? So now we're gonna start it back at the beginning. Okay. So April first, two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So April Fool's Day, right? I, yes. Uh, ain't no joking on this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so it's St. Louis, Missouri, at three p.m. The uh, people get a call. They that somebody just found a dead body. Oh. So. They wind up going to Washington Park, Illinois. So, uh, so Illinois is St. Louis. I didn't know. I didn't know how close they were to each other. Mm-hmm. But they're very, very fucking close. Yeah, they're Illinois and St. Louis are very close. They're right across the river from each other, pretty much. Very close. Yeah. So um, they wind up going to Washington Park, Illinois, where they find a woman stripped naked, and she was strangled to mm. death. Now, this woman's name is Alicia Greenwald. Mm-hmm. So she stripped naked, strangled to death, found dead, and placed on the North 16th Street by Caseyville Avenue in Washington Park, Illinois. She's 34 years old. She was a known prostitute in the area. Mm-hmm. She's African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, again, she's naked and she was strangled to death, duct taped, all that good old jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good old jazz, good old jazz. There's going to be some jazz in this mm-hmm. one. So that's one of the first victims that the police have found of a black stripper stripped naked and strangled death. Okay. And, and tied up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, on May 15th, 2001, so that is a month and 14 days later, Mm -hmm. they find off of Highway 76, another naked and strangled to death woman. Well, they think she's strangled to death. Okay. This woman's been there for a while. Okay. How long? Long enough to where this woman had to be identified via the fake dental plate that she had on her mouth. Oh, okay. Yes, the woman was so, just, her body was so messed up. So decomposed, messed up, that they had to pretty much pull a dental plate out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. And they saw that the dental plate said T. Wilson. Wilson. Okay. So they started going to all the dentists. I think they wind up. I think dental plates have serial numbers or something on yeah, them. Yeah. So they wind up checking the serial number. They wind up going to a dentist. And then I they, think they put serial numbers on these dental devices for mm-hmm. that very reason. Yeah. So they wind up going to the dentist. Finds out it is her name's Teresa Wilson. Okay. She's thirty six years old. She was also a prostitute as well, African American oh. prostitute. Okay. Um, she is found on the Highway 67 near West Alton. I guess that's another place in that St. Louis, Louisiana, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Illinois yeah. area. Yeah. <laughs> um, so her cause of death is unknown because she's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, another person that was, was tied up naked as mm-hmm. well. So, that's another one. 
Then on May 23rd, 2001, so that is eight days later. Okay. In St. Louis this time, another naked, dead black woman is found. Is she a prostitute as well? Prostitute as well. Well, no prostitute. I think we can pretty much figure out what this dude's M.O. is. Well, his M.O. is prostitutes, middle-aged, drug addicts. Okay. Now, this one is, her name's Betty James. Betty. Um, again, she'd been sitting there for a while. She was tied up, naked. This one's 46 years old, this one is. Okay. Uh, found in a alley behind the fifty seven hundred block of Connor Lee Avenue in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, her leg had been run over by a car, mm. and it left tracks on her leg. Mm. So. Again, she had been there for a while. The cause of death for her is unknown. They just know she was tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely, she was strangled to death as well. Yeah. Um, then, about in July, oh, sorry, excuse me, on June 20th, June 23rd, a woman named Verona Thompson mm-hmm. is actually reported missing. Now, she's a prostitute as well. Mm-hmm. But I guess her family has enough care for her to report her missing. Okay. Well, sadly, a week later... She was found. She was found on June 29th, 2000. Ooh. 16 feet away from Teresa Wilson's body. So, Teresa Wilson, she's the one that was found along the highway. Yeah, the tooth implant girl. Yes. So, 16 feet, she's found away from that from that one. Okay. So, uh, pretty much, he pretty much, she, let's see. Teresa Wilson was found there on the 15th. She was found there on the 29th. So, pretty much, he waited. He pretty much, he pretty much dumped her around, uh, down there about... Two weeks later. Two weeks later. Okay. It's about now. Two weeks later, pretty much at the same, at the same spot. Yeah. Um, she again. She had been there for a while, mm-hmm. and because they were there for a while, you can't really find out. She's decomposed. Yeah. Her um, duct tied again, naked again. She is thirty six. Mm-hmm. So we got. A 34-year-old, 36-year-old, 46-year-old, 36-year-old. Okay. Oh, You still in it? I'm still in it. You still in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a lot of people, though. <sighs> nothing yet. You've got to nothing yet. Okay. So, again, the police have nothing on this. Okay. The only thing that they can even find resembling something of evidence is tire tracks on Betty James' body. Yeah. But then they finally get somewhat of a lucky break. Mm-hmm. He starts dubbing bodies now in East St. Louis. Hmm. So in East St. Louis, there are two black naked prostitutes found 
Depp have been came inside of. Oh, so he he ejaculated inside of them. Now he's basically came or in or on the bodies. Okay. Uh, these ones are in East St. Louis, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a Vian Vian. What is Y V O N N E? Yvonne. Yvonne. So Yvonne Cures. So Yvonne Cures, African American woman, fifty years old. Found near the 11th Street on St. Clair Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this one, the ones in East St. Louis are pretty much, they're pretty much found relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, they had both been strangled to death. Uh, she had been strangled to death. She had been tied up. Uh, then he came on her. Mm-hmm. Or in her. One or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenda Beasley, she is 33 years old, black woman as well, um, known prostitute like all the rest of them. Um, she, she had been found on East St. Louis, in East St. Louis, Illinois, off of the 1500 block of Converse Avenue. And also, she was tied up, strangled to death, mm-hmm. and came in our own as my wife's mm-hmm. police report you here. So yeah. some of them say he came in them, some of them say he just came on them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's their first decently big break. They wind up finding out, you know, it's you know, trying to these bodies and going, hey, mm-hmm. we there's some got, DNA there. <laughs> he's got DNA now. Mm-hmm. Um But strangely the DNA was wiped. <laughs> No, not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> like somehow someone figured out how to remove their DNA from that substance, bodily fluid. The uh, strangely, after they find these two bodies in East St. Louis in October two thousand and one, uh-huh. prostitutes stopped dying. Huh? At least they stopped finding them. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, from on October two thousand one, they just. They're just done. They're done. Prostitutes now just can walk the streets of St. Yeah. Louis. Well, all well and nicely. Mm-hmm. Something tells me that's not going to last forever. Uh, May 2002. Shit, start that. Hitting the fucking fan again. No. God damn it. Prostitutes need peace. God damn it. Give prostitutes look. God damn it. Make prostitution great again. No. 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 Well. <laughs> I don't think it was really that all all that great to begin with. Uh, I've seen some episodes of uh, God. What was the British TV show? What was it? It was a British TV show about prostitutes. Uh, it's like Harfon Girls or something like that. Hard, hardy Girls? Not Hardy Girls. It was like it started with an H. It's like a Hulu. Show. Yeah, I don't know this. Oh yeah, you don't watch Hulu. Fuck, forgot about that. I don't watch Hulu Hulu originals. Yeah. Just don't have time. Uh, there's a Hulu original show that it seemed like prostitution was a so bad in British times. I mean, this woman wound up being a prostitute, and she like wound up like prostituting to, like one of like the dukes of a town, and wound okay. up becoming in like royalty and stuff like that. Well, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> 
nine times out of ten, <laughs> prostitutes in this country don't become royalty. Uh, or unless, either. Unless second okay, we'll stay away from that one. <laughs> stay away from that one. <laughs> we don't want to get kicked off of Spotify. No. <laughs> we don't want to get kicked off of Spotify since they break our company. <laughs> Let's go with, let's just say our prostitution name was going to ride with Alonka. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Alonka Top. We, we ought not do that. <laughs> was that your 21 Savage? I mean, I guess. We ought not do that. We ought not do that. <laughs> I think it's a bad idea. <laughs> Okay. Well, um, what happens is in two on May two thousand and two, the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Um, they post an article mm-hmm. about Teresa Wilson. Mm-hmm. Now, Teresa Wilson, for those that are, can't keep up with this freaking crazy She's the tooth thing. girl. Yes. She's the one. No, she's you can't the one with the dental implant. Yes, yeah, she's the one with the dental implant. The one that was so dead that they had to identify her. Identify her by the, dental the VIN number on her dental implant. Mm-hmm. I... That was that was kind of wrong of me to say, call out a VIN number. Man, my man, he called her the tooth girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Rolling VIP. Oh, God. Well, the St. Louis Post Dispatch uh, does a story on uh, Teresa Wilson. Mm-hmm. After the after the story is posted. The writer gets a very interesting letter. Mm-hmm. Really interesting letter. Um, do you want me to read what this letter says? Sure. Okay, we'll look up real quick to see if I can read to you what this letter says. What is the letter? So, the letter says, Dear Bill, Nice sob story about Teresa Wilson. Write one about Greenwald. Write a good one, and I'll tell you where many others are to prove in I'm real. Here's directions to number 17. Search in a 50-yard radius from the X. Put the story in the Sunday paper like the last. Now, I'll let you analyze that letter for a second. Okay. Okay, give me a few things that might make you, like, go, huh. Hmm. From that letter. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, we're definitely not at 17 women that have been discovered so far. Bam. I think we're maybe 10 before that at this point. Maybe 11. Oh. Um, and also, um, kind of sounds like he likes all this attention. He loves the attention. He goes, sab story. He does not have any remorse for these women at no. all in no. no way at all Mm-mm. and again like you said 17 what what the motherfuck i have given you 
at best right now, one, two, three, four, five, six names. Mm-hmm. We ain't even seven. <laughs> you have given us victim number 17. Where are numbers seven through 17? <laughs> well, God, he sends them a letter. And he does give him the and he does give him a map mm-hmm. with an X. So, what do you think happens when this guy um, gets this letter? Right. Well, I mean, I feel like it could be. I feel like it could go either way. I feel like either there is a body or there isn't a body. I feel like it's what, evenly matched. What do you think that? When he does, when this guy gets this letter, you think he's just gonna hold on really tight to it and go look for it himself, or you think no, no, I he's gonna, he's gonna go to fucking police, yeah, of course, <laughs> immediately. He'd be an idiot to be like, well, I'm just gonna go check this out on my own. Yes, he goes to the police, fucking immediately. He's like, yeah, duh, holy, what the motherfucker? That is the <laughs> only acceptable <laughs> thing to do in this instance. If you ever get a ra- like like a ransom note or some sort of note that's like I have directions to my fiftieth kill, and you don't even know about numbers one through forty nine, then you contact the police immediately. <laughs> now, when he contacts the police, they try to look it up, try to get it to like what the uh, letter could be and stuff like that because mm-hmm. uh, they had an address on it actually had a uh, uh, website address on the letter oh my god but the website watch it be like a website for his like uh, like like DJ business <laughs> I thought you was gonna get it for one second I thought you was gonna get it I was like for one second I was gonna be like what the fuck you are a fucking psychic no. <laughs> I was no. expecting you to be like well actually that's what it was <laughs> this guy was a part time DJ he was part time DJ trying to, trying to go success he heard that one of the guys at the department was uh, getting married and he wanted a chance to get the job so he's murdered all these people to get their attention and now he's showing them what he's capable of <laughs> capable of such things as you know playing a fast song and then a slow one just for the couples um, do you think this D just very serial killer DJ? He murders people like in fast and slow ways. Do you think he murders people to a slowed down version of I Got Five on it? Maybe. <laughs> I think he might murder people on the dance floor. Ooh. And I think this might be where the song Blood on the Dance Floor by Michael Jackson came from. <laughs> Blood on the dance floor. Even a sleepy Haley still got still gets a still gets a pop bolts in. Yes, I do. <laughs> for just a, for a while, that was my favorite Michael Jackson song. Blood on a dance floor. Susie's got your number. Blood is on the dance floor. Blood is on the knife. On the knife, baby. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone that heard that. Oh, well. And Michael, most of all, I'm sorry to you. <laughs> oh, he's he's going to be on an episode of Dude, Where's My Killer? Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yes. He will be. 
Okay. Well, the website leads to ifraildom.com. Dot, um, um, I did it's T H R A L L D O M. Let me let me actually see this. So, ifraildom. I. See, I'm. I've never heard of that in my time. If if there was an N after the I, it would be enthralled them. Yeah, but it's not. It's just I thrall them. Thrall. Dom. Dom. Wait. I thrall them. All dom. Well, based on the thing after. Well, it well well it is a bondage site. It is uh-huh. a bondage site on the web on the internet. All Dom. I would say there's like I-T-H-R. I'd say that stands for something. And then All Dom means like all Doms. Oh, well, yeah. If I'm guessing. But this, like you said, this is Sleepy Haley. I'm not operating at peak levels. Pretty much, he, pretty much he sent them to a very, very fucked up bondage website. So they go out there and they're like, oh shit, oh fuck. <laughs> like, oh, I, feel, I feel bad for the person that had to search since this like, rookie. I thrall Dom. Oh, oh my God. Sh- <laughs> have, have, have you put this information in or is the, is the website still up? I am not looking for that website. What are you doing? You, do you want to look it up? I don't want to look it up. I just want to know if it's still in operation. If you want to, you can type it in and okay. look it up. I'm not going to look at the actual website, but I definitely want to know if it's still... I do... I, okay, I kind of would like to know. At the same time, I can only imagine what the fuck this, have, this shit has to be. I... Now, you got to remember, this is the 2002... This is the very, very early stages of the internet. Well, apparently, thraldom is uh, a word, mm-hmm. and it means thraldom means the state of being a thrall, bondage, slavery, servitude, and thrall means a person who is in bondage. It's another word for slave. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. A person who is morally or mentally enslaved by some power, influence, or the like. Mm. And the the, uh, the the example sentence is, he was the thrall of morbid fantasies. Oh shit! If this if that doesn't hit the fucking this guy right here, I would hit say the fucking this guy jackpot. Is the thrall of morbid fantasies? Oh god, he. Definitely, they, this guy hit the fucking jackpot on that one. Fuck. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Well, so, yes. So, right now. Just to update everybody, mm-hmm. I cannot find Fine. anything for I Thraldom. I'm going to go on a limb and say after this happened, I'm going to say that they probably attacked that website. The FBI probably Look attacked this website. Look at the picture website. that they have as the example picture. Um, they have a black person with chains around his legs. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to say after after that, um, after what? 
I, after this, I I thralled him like iPod, but I thralled him. Probably took a bit of a hit. Yeah, well, this is weird. I this that was an I before. Wait, do you think Steve Jobs got this from it? Um. Holy shit! They did I before Steve Jobs did I. Well, he did only eat fruit, which led to him dying of a terrible cancer. Oh shit, Steve Jobs. Fruititarian. Oh, did we attack? We we attacked Steve Jobs on an episode. We already have. Ah, okay, Steve Jobs. We keeping an eye on you, man. You're recurring. You're recurring. You're re. Yeah, you're a recurring (laughs) subject. I'm sorry. You're still. We got our eyes on you, bitch. You still in exonerated, Steve Jobs. Mm mm. No official exonerations for you, honey. Mm-mm, no exoneration for you at all. You are a suspect. You are a big suspect. Oh, fuck. I don't... I, maybe people had been using... No. When, when the iPod came around, that's when I fill in the blank, fill in the blank, came up. That's when it became a thing. So yeah. this website even using I... things. Yeah, even... I mean, when, I mean, this website using I before all this... Mm-hmm. Remember, this is 2002. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thrilled him. FBI. Watch it be like dot USA. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, excuse. I'll tell you this. That got to you. That joke got to you. <laughs> Take it to me. <laughs> I thrilled him. Dot USA. Because it, well, it just makes you think of wrestling. Every time I hear USA, I think of I think of automatically wrestling. Oh, uh, okay. Because always, ever since I've been watching WWE, that's always what it's been on. So okay. But uh. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the FBI, after they found out about this, pretty much shut that shit down. Even they though, shut that shit down, Rick. Even though I'm pretty sure something, a website like that, originated from like Poland or like Sweden. It could be on the dark web. Some sort of weird. It could be on the dark web. Maybe if you, if we knew how to look into the dark web, it could still exist on the dark web. Well, I don't know how to fuck through that shit. I don't want to know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get on the dark web. I, I think we, I think we both can agree on this one. Mm-hmm. That um, as long as this, as long as we are on this podcast, it will body- be a dark web free <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is getting played on the dark web. Hello to all the fans on the dark web. Please Hi, leave this shit. Web. Please leave this dark web shit. You can find our podcast on regular fucking you shit. Can. <laughs> you don't have to be on the dark web to listen to us. Yeah. And you know what? Is it is it really is it to be off the grid? It's not worth it. Well, after... because guess what? You're not you're not leaving anything behind. You are on the grid. If look, anything, if you're on the dark web, you're more on the grid than anybody else. Look, we get this. We get to talk about how Steve Jobs is a murder suspect, and, and they still and the put grid. us on their podcast thing. We're still we're, we're we're as on the grid as possible. Because guess what? They know that he was kind of a fool for not eating <laughs> fruit. <laughs> Just as like a like a like a like a very quick sidebar. Yes. You know how Ashton Kutcher played Steve Jobs for that shit movie he was in. I did not watch that movie. I do not like Ashton Kutcher. Okay, well, mm-hmm. whenever he was doing research, he was like, "Well, let me let me let me do this fruit thing for a little bit." Do you want to know what happened to him? You probably sh- one sh- diarrhea all over. Well, everywhere. his pancreas starting his his pancreas started to act up. He started mm-hmm. to get sick. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what kind of cancer? Uh, Steve Jobs died from? 
pancreas cancer. Well, yeah, pancreatic pancreatic cancer. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well hmm. I'm not trying to be a doctor here, but, you know. Uh, let's get back to this. Uh, yeah. So, let's get back to the subject at hand. So they're they turned over the information to the police. Yeah, the thing is that the letter they couldn't find shit off the letter. They mm-hmm. didn't find fingerprints. The paper mm-hmm. was like some like generic. Probably had on some gloves. Uh, yeah, paper was generic paper. Handwriting mm-hmm. was generic as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, guy's smart man. It can't yeah. serial killer whoever it is. It's pretty smart. Pretty smart. smart. Um, but, so yes, they did that, it did, somebody got smart, somebody got really smart though, mm-hmm. um, detective notices it, the map, Okay. at the point, Okay. It goes, fuck, we can't get shit on letter, mm-hmm. let's go see but what's, this what is a, with this map, this is a map, they so they do use the map. They do go to where the where the, where the X is marked at, mm-hmm. and they find just a skeleton. There's a skeleton. This is the skeleton. It's unknown person. Can't even find out who it is. Okay. It's just a skeleton there. Wait, That's how long wait, that person's whoa, whoa, been whoa, there, whoa, there whoa, for. Whoa, whoa. Pause, 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 pause. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that this dude wrote in a letter. He's like, oh, sad sob story. Here's directions to number 17. And mm-hmm. number 17 is just a skeleton? Yeah, this person, that the, this prostitute, whoever was, has been dead so long that this one was just a skeleton. Yeah. You you ready for a league fact? Yeah. All I'm right. Ready for a league fact. All right, everybody. Well, we got to get to a, the league fact. So, when the show was starting off, mm-hmm. you want to know how this show started off? How? The writer of the show was actually, him and his wife took a trip to the French Alps. Mm. Now, in the French Alps, they, you know you don't get to them well. You don't, they don't play too much football in France. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. So, he had to uh, pretend like he was sick from French food. And he went outside of the house and was talking on the phone to the pe- members of his fantasy football league, cussing at him, going, fuck yeah, we're winning, you know, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. His wife walks outside to hear a commotion mm-hmm. and finds him cussing about, they cuss him and talk about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. So, thinking that she's going to be upset. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Uh, he goes inside, talks, tries to talk to her. She goes, I'm not upset with you. I think it's really fucking hilarious mm-hmm. that you are trying to talk. You are, you are literally spanking food poisoning so you, so can, you can go <laughs> talk about this. Yeah. And they went, this is a fucking show. Yeah. So, it's time to write the league. All right. This guy was a writer on Kirby Enthusiasm, so uh, okay. he had to find work after Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. So, David kind of helped make the league in a way. Okay, in a way. In, in a, a weird way. way. So, that's your league fact. League fact. And again, if you want to get back to a net league fact, just... Just let you know? Yeah, I got a few got a few more in the chamber that's going to okay. really help you out. Okay, all right. Because this is nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all very nice stuff. Oh, God. to what's to come. Okay. Just, oh. Yeah, let her rip. So... 
Yeah, they find the skeleton. Again, there's nothing. No evidence. It's a skeleton. Are they able to do any DNA on it? No. Nothing. Okay. They just know that this fucking, this guy is legit real. Sorry, guys, for that just full yawn I just did. <laughs> she's definitely, she's definitely bestraught. Don't worry. She's not bored. She's bestraught by far. Yeah. <laughs> She definitely has a sad Haley face on mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> She's, I've only seen her make this face to two things. And that is to when Rosebud is crying at the door to get on her podcast to talk about JonBenet Ramsey Crazy JonBenet theory. <laughs> and, when the, and then when we did the JonBenet Ramsey episode mm-hmm. when we just couldn't find out who killed JonBenet Ramsey. Yeah. That's the only two times I've seen her make this face, so... She's definitely distraught. Well, since they know this victim's not, this guy's now real, they go fuck. Well, the map. They sent it to a forensics crime to fr- the cyber forensics crime unit, mm-hmm. and they go, huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. This map mm-hmm. came from a website. Hmm. Yeah, he might can trick us into going to another website when we look up things. Mm-hmm. But maps. Maps don't lie. Maps don't lie. This map comes from Expedia.com. Expedia.com. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We have it's to get like if you out. hear someone say uh, "Red Robin." <laughs> um, <laughs> so they go to Expedia.com, uh-huh. and they go, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, guess what? We don't think a lot of people are looking up this fit, random field in the middle of fucking bumfuck nowhere." Uh-huh. Can you kind of tell us, uh, give us an inventory of people that looks up random fields in the middle of bumfuck nowhere on this exact date? Yeah. And they went, oh, whew, be more than happy to do this for We're you. We're already 10 <laughs> steps ahead of you, son. So they look it up and they go, hoo-hoo-hoo. It was accessed by a person that used... This is a weird website that I'm going to guess is not around uh-huh. definitely too as well. Yeah. Website accessed by a user of a website called uu.net. Okay. So uu.net. You, that guess. sounds like one of those websites that one of those people that's like, uh, it's more secure than Google. It's way better to use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, they go to uu. They, so they didn't have to go to uu.net. Uh-huh. So when they go to uu.net. They go, oh, yes, we know that user. It's a guy by the name of Maury Travis. Oh. Mm, Maury. A show that you don't really like because you love Dr. Phil. Well, I love Maury, too. You think I don't love me some Maury? You some Maury? You think I don't love me some You're Not the Father and Joy Dances? Well, you want me to tell you something? Sure. You ain't going to love none of this goddamn Maury. Well, I don't think I already... So far, I'm not impressed. So, Haley, let's get into the story of Maury Travis. Maury Travis. 
He was born Maury Troy Travis in St. Louis, Missouri mm -hmm. on October 25th, 1965. Okay. Now, he was a waiter inside of St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. He was actually on parole for a robbery back in 1989. Okay. He was robbing shoe stores of all fucking things. Why fucking shoe stores? People always walking out. This guy right here robs shoe stores. Mm -hmm. Um... So, right shoe stores. Uh, How far can the people get? They have their <laughs> shoes off. They try on shoes. He's living at his mom's house mm -hmm. inside of Ferguson, Missouri. Um, he was then actually um, he was actually put in jail, for, locked up for a little while, hmm. from November two thousand and one to February two thousand and two. Dang. Uh, do you remember what happened in between those times? And no more prostitutes die. Yeah, weirdly, between October two thousand one and May two thousand two, they find no, they don't find any more prostitutes. That's weird. Don't find any more prostitutes. That probably doesn't have anything to do with anything. Eh, who knows? Do, don't have anything to do with each other. No, no. Don't have know. anything to do with anything. No. That's what I said. <laughs> They don't have anything to do with anything. They don't have anything to do with anything. They don't have anything to do with that. Man, they don't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> that was your that was your slang term for black history. Yes. <laughs> like, and today's slang term is uh, that don't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> no, you gotta say it like you said. Today's slang term is that have anything to do with anything. <laughs> Just like it came out of my mouth, like I wasn't even thinking. Well, he drives a 1992 Chevy Cavalier, and he also drives, known to have drive, driven a 2000 Mitsubishi Eclipse as well. Both of those are better than my first car. Really? Mm -hmm. My first car was a 1989 Toyota Corolla, white exterior. Burgundy red interior. Ooh. We called it red velvet. <laughs> it kind of bums me out that I don't have that car anymore. Oh God, no, it doesn't. I, it, oh, does. it doesn't. It really does. I had to use the cassette adapter in order to play my iPod on there <laughs> in my car. Now his house is in the one thousand block of. Ford Drive in Ferguson, Missouri. Now, his father actually owned an apartment near where Betty Jane's body was found. Oh. Now, Betty Jane's was the one that was found in um, Saint, in actual St. Louis. Mm-hmm. The only one, the really, pretty much the only one that was actually found in St. Louis. Betty James? Yes, Betty James. Betty James. <laughs> You can't use my. You can't use my, my Rick James. The listeners don't know that. <laughs> listeners don't know that you For, call my mom that. I call her mom. Mel her mom's name's Melanie Jane, so I call her. Melanie uh, Jane. I, 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 I do the I do the Rick James. I have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. Mom, 
sweet Melanie James. Now his dad also owned a house in East St. Louis. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, remember those two bodies that were came inside of? found in East St. Louis. Yeah. Ooh. So maybe it might be finding out why he's key, why he found these uh, really interesting places to huh. dump people at. Like, oh, uh, the scenery's nice. I'm just going to dump it here. Yeah. No. Maybe he's just thinking of that. He doesn't care about the scenery. Yeah. He's just like, hey, I, I got to know a place that nobody's going to be looking at. Um, so yes. Kind of like my backyard in the woods. No one would look there. That is wrong. But now that I say that, everyone's going to look there. Well, everybody knows, everybody knows on this podcast that you have multiple times said that if uh, anything went wrong, you would murder me in a heartburn. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) That's not true. You fretted me like a day ago. Um, not the, not the, not death. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. You have more than once threatened me. No, I haven't threatened you with death. I have threatened you, but not with death. You threatened me with death. You said no. you have killed me. You also have said you would cut off my penis, and also you have said you will get people to beat me up. <laughs> Let me just say, for the listeners of this podcast, each and every one of those threats is conditional. <laughs> He is in control of the situation. Oh my god. He is in control. <laughs> I he just has incentive to to not do anything bad. Oh god, okay. It's incentive. I'm incentivizing our relationship. <laughs> well, with all this evidence against Bory mm. Troy Travis now, they finally have evidence. Oh, Yay! Yeah. Levadis uh, against some um, detective Tim Sachs and FBI agent Bob Morton. Does Tim Sachs play the saxophone? Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that was your miss. That was your miss. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Now, so yes, yeah, so on June 7th, 2002, Jesus Christ, <laughs> that in Ferguson, Missouri, Detective Seven Sacks and uh, FBI agent Bob Morton decided to go over to um, good old Moore Travis' house. Mm-hmm. They knock on his door. He answers the door. Hello. Oh, that's not how he answers the door. Motherfucker, why are you here? Bam! Ooh. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing here? That's what he says. <laughs> You're laughing because you got it accurately right? Well, I'm glad. No, I'm laughing because you. I hear someone say 7 o'clock in the morning. And my first inclination is to do this. 7 o'clock in the morning and the rays from the sun wake me. <laughs> Oh, I can't leave. Beyonce turned to bed that don't belong to me. Instead of, this is one reason why I'm, that is one reason that I wasn't going to talk about to the end, but that is mm-hmm. one reason why I'm doing this episode as well is because we want to get it to when people like bring up the R. Kelly situation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is why I want to go. 
the media doesn't give a shit about black people or like what this situation. If they really cared, they would play people like Maury Travis. They wouldn't play fucking R. Kelly. Because guess what? You're fucking getting involved to the R. Kelly's cult is way likelier chances uh, chance than getting murdered by fucking Maury Travis. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's another reason why I'm doing these episodes. Just so we can show that, look, the media is showing is wants to do what sells the black community. And you want to know, I'm just going to interject here and say something. They don't give a fuck about attacking R. Kelly. I just want to say this. People are doing that whole mute R. Kelly thing. Mm -hmm. Apple put R. Kelly in my favorites list (laughs) last week. (laughs) And I listened. It was exactly the song I was just singing. And I sang along with it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad. Because he's a creep, but if someone starts playing any of the chapters of Tra- Trapped in a Closet, I will sing along with him. But, okay, so, again, if the media cares so badly and goes, oh, but you don't want to talk true crime because we don't want to seem racist, then why the fuck y'all keep, can, y'all the fuck y'all feel so inept to fucking say, O.J. Simpson did it, Bill Cosby did it, R. Kelly's doing it. Why do y'all feel so Y'all, y'all don't see any racism when y'all come to fucking come after them. But when you want to talk about like Maury Travis, y'all like, oh shit, we can't do this. Oh my god. Well, we don't uh, we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to entice the black community. Well, I will say this: a lot of people. Well, I'm I'm not gonna talk about Bill Cosby because I know that's a sore subject for you. But I am gonna talk about O.J. Simpson. There is a lot of physical evidence that would tell you that he did it. But O.J. Simpson's not doing shit to the black community. Oh, you know. That's not helping out the black community at all. Telling people about Maury Travis, guess what? It's keeping black prostitutes from going, oh, yeah, I can can fuck Mm. this black guy. Because guess what? Black people don't, don't turn to serial killers. You know, that's, yeah. Any Anyone <laughs> you know, is capable of turning into a serial killer. Because guess what? Usually when you're hearing you're in the black community, usually you're hearing, oh, stay away from the white guy that's offering you something because mm-hmm. the white guy is the one that is the serial killer. They're the really creepy guys. Mm-hmm. But you can talk to the black guy with money because guess what? The black guy with money, he's only wanted to help you out. He's a very nice guy, and he's mm-hmm. just offer you something. You better take that offer he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's going to help you get forward in the world. Mm-hmm. But no. The white guy and the black guy both are scary. He's both are just y'all, scary. Y'all both. <laughs> I'm not taking any of y'all's money. I'll the take your money, is, but then I'll run. The thing is, the media doesn't want to tell you that. Instead, they want to tell you, well, watch out for Bill Cosby. Watch out for O.J. Simpson. Watch out for R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Guess what? None of those people or you have zero chance of being raped or murdered by nearly any of those people. I at almost best, saw R. Kelly a couple years ago. At best 5% chance. At the best of 5% chance. I almost saw R. Kelly around Christmas time a couple years ago. Well, guess what? His tickets were like 20 bucks a piece. Well, guess what? At the Bridgestone. If Maury Travis didn't, didn't write a letter to, to, the, to a newspaper guy. They would have never found him. He might 
you your chances of seeing more traps would be way higher. Mm-hmm. Than seeing, than seeing R. Kelly and get a Rick trap. Just being honest with you. I know. But let's get back into the subject. Exactly. So they're like, he's like, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing what here? What are you doing here? It's too early for this shit. Ugh. Bob Morton, Tim Sachs, they go, hey, man, we just kind of want to we'll talk with you. Talk to you. We uh, uh, we got a letter. We got a letter from a newspaper reporter. He said, um, he, he said, uh, you got this letter from some guy that sent him up, that sent it to him and said, um, show him to a dead body. Mm-hmm. This is the letter show him to a dead body. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, it, it wanna come from your computer. We looked it up. Wanna come from your computer. The map. The map came yeah. from you. Came from your computer. The guy goes, shit, my computer? Came from my computer? You Me? sure? My computer? You Seven sure? o'clock in the morning? You sure came from my computer? Rays from the sun wake me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he goes, I don't think it came from my computer. And they said, uh, well, you know what? Can we go inside, check your computer, you know? Can we look inside of your house and check your computer? Is it Stewie that is trying to interview, trying to talk <laughs> to this guy? Your voice keeps getting higher and higher and higher. That's my cop voice. That's my oh, cop voice. You think cops just like to talk like this? You think you think you think you think Just check your computer real quick. He goes, Nah, nah, you can't. You That's can't not check necessary, my dog. Nah, man, you can't check my computer. I didn't dog. kill all those women. And they're like, We never talked about those oh. women. He pretty much got it on me. Really? Um, well, they go, well, the cops go, Well, <laughs> funny thing is, seeing as uh, this map of a dead body came from your computer, <laughs> we got a search warrant. We can send our forensic team to do in there anyway. <laughs> tough, tough luck, dude. So they go, yeah, we're going to send the Frizz team inside your house mm-hmm. anyway. So they send the Frizz team inside his house while outside, they're showing them pictures of women. Mm-hmm. And they're going, hey, have you ever seen this one right here? Mm-hmm. He's going, no, 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 no. I've never seen hey, Sandra. Have you seen this one right here? No, 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 no. It's weird how you keep getting these names. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is there a Sandra? Very late on. Very late on. Oh, my God. It's not for reasons that you want to think of. Okay. Set of reasons. But uh, he's going, no, 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 no. I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one. Have you ever seen this one right here? No, 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 no. I've never seen that one. You tone her down. Uh, then he finally just holds his head down. You know, they're talking to him. Just talking to him like, you know, boys, boys, boys type of mm-hmm. thing. Because they're like, you know, trying to play it cool. They're like, you know, we're just going to look for your house. And, you know, we're not going to see anything. You know, somebody might have, you know, been inside your house playing around on your computer. Mm-hmm. Who knows, you know. Who knows what these kids do these days. And, you know, after a while, he looks up and says, let me look at those pictures of those dead women again. And at that moment... Bob Morton and Tim Sachs' eyes go wide. Uh huh. Cause guess what? Does he have a boner? 
<laughs> Does he have a boner? They go more Travis. We never said they was dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oof. Oh my gosh. At that moment, he goes blue in the face. Ooh, boo. Well, goes blue in the face, lowers his head. After a few moments, he goes, I'll take you to the, I'll take you to the body. And he go, what you just said? Mm-hmm. He said, you know why y'all here. I'll take you to another one. Damn, Fisher, arrest him. Okay. Put him in the back of the car. Okay. And he said, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So on the road, they're on the highway. And somehow he officially just freaks out and goes and starts cussing. They say he starts cussing and then he goes, fuck that. I ain't taking you to no other body. Take me to fucking jail. And no... Bob Moore and Tim Sachs at times like, whoa, 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 come on, man. Just chill out, chill out. You know, yeah, just relax, take it to the body, dude. man. Relax, take it to the body. Take dude, it relax. To, dude, take it to the body. Take it to the body. Okay, okay. All right. You're at the, you're at the third time. Past three. And that's it, man. Take us. Come on. Take us. Well, I think a lot of times if uh, criminals are, you know, yeah. helpful, they get a little bit a little bit of leniency. Maybe he won't get the death penalty. Yeah. Well. But. He says, fuck off. I I'm going to jail. Shit. Take, me, take to jail. me to jail. So they take him to jail. Mm-hmm. Take him to St. Louis County Jail. Mm-hmm. Now, while they're in there, they officially take him to the interrogation room. They try to interrogate him there. Um... They have him drink a soda from the interrogation room. They give him some soda to drink. Um, when he puts it in the trash can after interrogation, they take the soda, take it to the DNA lab. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Remember when he came inside those girls? It's a match. It's a match. It's a match. So they tell him. So they so they bring him back in there and tell him, hey, man. You know, um, your DNA matches your DNA some matches DNA that was found on these bodies. Also, at least two women. Oh, at least two, two women. At least two women your DNA match with. Mm-hmm. And he goes, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, remember when I told you that he drove a 1992 Chevy Cavalier? Mm-hmm. Remember when he rode over? Teresa Wilson, I want to say, I believe, was the one he, uh... The one with the... Had tire marks on it? Tire marks matched. Uh, no, that's not Teresa Wilson. It was, uh... What was the one that she that he rode over? Well, the, the whoever it is. Betty James. It okay. was Betty James he okay. rode over. St. Louis. The one only one they found in St. Louis. Okay. Betty James. Yeah. Those tire marks match. They was like, yeah, those tire marks match, man. 
You drove over body, and guess what? Mm-hmm. You left some trace there. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So, do you still want to not say anything? Mm-hmm. Still want to not say anything, dead boy? He goes, nah, I don't want to say anything. And? It's time to get to the to the thing that fucks him in the ass. Okay. I don't really want to know if you're ready for this. Mm-hmm. Do you want a league fact before we get into this? Or you want to wait until after this for a league fact? Because you're going to need a league fact. Why don't we pause for a moment? Then uh-huh. we do a league fact, and then we'll get into this. Because you're going to need a league fact. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave, probably be a league fact before and after this. Yes. To be honest with you. So, league fact. League fact. So, we are both fans of how did this get, how did this get made. Yes. That is one reason why we actually wound up kind of getting into each other. Yeah. Um, Haley was actually on a kind of mini-sode of how did this I get made. I was on a mini-sode of how mm-hmm. did this get made. It was, uh, it was a listener call about Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Um, the I... Most awesome movie there is. I shared that I didn't think it was necessary for a man to be super flexible and be able to do the splits. I didn't find that attractive. And Paul Shear happened to agree with me very, very fervently. Which, you want me to tell you something funny and weird about this? Sure. Um, I am a, I was a big time wrestler back in my uh-huh. school days. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was known as the rubber band man. The rubber band man? I was known as the rubber band man because I was so flexible. Oh my God. People said it was almost impossible to for people to pull off moves on me. Oh. Because I was so flexible. See, you say that now and I'm not feeling <laughs> how I felt before. <laughs> Even though I know that that's not going to like... Well, anyways. Well, okay. So, I'd say makes- this... Yeah, I we, say this because that podcast wouldn't be around if Paul we, Shear was not fans with one of my one of my favorite sh- show comedians, Nick Kroll. Oh yeah, Paul Shear actually was turning down to audition for the league. Mm-hmm. Paul Shear is not a big football fan. Mm-hmm. Does not know, did not know anything about fantasy football before yeah. doing the show. So he said that he just didn't feel like this show would be something that would fit him. Mm-hmm. He said that I can't do this show. I don't know anything about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And Nick Kroll told him, "Hey, man, just just, just try it, man." Just try. Said he said, "Look, I've read the script. It's only a little bit about fantasy football, man. Most of it's just dudes just fucking around, yeah, having fun." He was like, "Fuck it, man. We're dudes. We fucked around." on improv comedy sets before. Uh-huh. Come on, just fuck around, do an audition. Did audition, got him on the show. Uh-huh. Met Jason Manzoukas. Boom. They do How to Just Get Made. And the episodes with Nick Kroll happen to be my very favorites. Well, Nick Kroll is awesome. Yeah. Comedy. I, he's a comedy genius. I love Nick Kroll. Yeah. I, I love, love the episodes Kroll. with Nick Kroll. I love the episodes with... Um, Who's the who's the guy that does the really good Al Pacino impression? Mm, I'm not sure on that one. Oh God, what's his name? Well, I don't know that one. Pete Holmes. 
Peter Holmes? Yeah. I never heard his Al Pacino impression. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard his I think he is. He's a great impressionist, for sure. Will, I think he is hilarious when he's on there. Have you ever seen his uh, his X Men his X Men uh, when he had the Pete Holmes show when he had his show on TBS? Uh-uh. He used to do a skit called uh, the it was called X Men. He did a, it was a super. He did a bunch of different superhero skits. Oh yeah. He did one for the Dark Knight mm-hmm. and he did one for the X Men. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, X Men being fired. Okay. So he would be. He would be Professor X, you know Professor X is yeah. obviously, and he would be Professor X, and he'll uh, wheelchair. Yeah, he'll bring in. <laughs> yeah, wheelchair. <laughs> I would say that's the most defining <laughs> physical characteristic about him. Well, he's also super smart. Like ball. if you're if you if you saw <laughs> Professor X from across the room, what would what would be the first thing you would say? So someone knew exactly who he was. Say they only had five seconds to recognize him. To not be offensive, bald. <laughs> there could be a, another another bald guy. There are more bald men in the world than bald men on a wheelchair. Oh God! I'm not trying to be offensive, but that's a that's a pretty significant physical descriptor especially if you if you're trying like really trying to identify someone fast well we're getting away from the story but but yes he's that bald guy in the wheelchair but but, (laughs) he used to be to talk a little just a little last bit about this yes he was professor x and he would bring different x-men in and fire them okay it'll always be funny because they'll be like why are we getting fired they'll be like Dude, I remember Wolverine, he was like, uh, no, it wasn't Wolverine. It was, uh, yeah, it was Wolverine. He's like, what is your weakness? And he was like, magnet, magnet, uh, magnet or something like that. And he mm-hmm. was like, dude, our main hero is a guy that can just He's Magneto. <laughs> He's our main villain. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's Why a, do it's we a, need someone who's impertinent, who is... <laughs> So weak to our main rivals. <laughs> so pretty much, yeah, so pretty much, he sits on all the X Men, and I'll play you a skit of it probably mm-hmm. later on tonight oh. to show you, Haley. Obviously, sorry, listeners, but you're gonna have to look it up yourself. Mm-hmm. But, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, but like, yes, because because of, because of Nick Crow, we have uh, how did this get made, and we have podcasts, and we have this podcast. Yeah, all because of Nick Crow. All because of Nick Crow. Thank you, Nick Kroll. Thank you, Nick Kroll. Listeners, thank Nick Kroll. That's where they go. He's a really awesome guy. Yeah. I wish he would still do the Kroll show. Big Mouth is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, Big Mouth's so I can't wait until the third season. (laughs) She watched like two seasons. One, I put her on this show. Yes. He played uh, like part of one episode and I was kind of falling asleep. Uh, Shocker. Um, <laughs> as I fall asleep, I'm falling asleep at all times. <laughs> and, uh, he plays like a bit of one episode and then I was at lunch at work, like not that long later. And I was like, oh, I think I want to watch this. And I watched all two, all of the two seasons in like a span of a week. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was happy. I was happy with my, um, my baby falling in love with Big Mouth. Oh, I love it. Well... That's not nearly as impressive as my Game of Thrones run. I watched 50 hours worth of that show in two weeks' time. 
Well, it's time for us to get away from this fun stuff and I get know. back to I'm it. trying to. You try, you try your best to the tour for me. Hold oh. on to the feeling. <laughs> well, to talk about Big Mouse, one person's Big Mouth is going to get him in some trouble. I take it that's Maury. Yes. So The name of the hormone monster on Big Mouth. <laughs> is that his name, Maury? Oh. Yes, the, his name is the hormone monsters. Names Shit. are Maury and Connie because well, of Maury Povich and Connie Chung. Well, this one, this one should have been named after Maury Travis because this guy is a fucking hormone monster. Ooh, it sounds like it. Um, so when the friends team rushes to his house, he's maybe not title of the podcast Maury the Hormone Monster. Oh, bam, got it. Um, so yes. Um, when he's, when, uh, the friends team comes to his house, they notice that the top of the house is Spock, is Spick and Span, mm-hmm. clean as ridiculously. They're like, that's what every person that I listen to this talks about. They said the top of the house was really clean, mm-hmm. was just weirdly clean. Like, how was it so clean? Yeah. Um, but when you go downstairs it's one of those houses. It was kind of like my house when I first moved up here to Nashville. It was like there was a top house and there was a bottom part mm-hmm. of the house. It was like pretty much a house on each floor. Was it like a du- duplex? Well, it's not a duplex. It's just that the top of the house and the bottom of the house are kind of set the same. Mm-hmm. They kind of like did the same. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, like a basement where it's just like one big room. Yeah. It's not... It's. It's not like the what you say the John Renee Ramsey house was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of just like it's just the exact same floor floor plan. Mm-hmm. When I mean, you get to the bottom and top, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like you just have more rooms, I guess. Uh-huh. But um, so they get to the bottom, and this is when they find evidence for days. So they wind up. Looking at the basement, they wind up finding uh, kind of blood on different type of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like bloods on socks, bloods mm-hmm. on the wall, blood and on the dance floor, it, blood on the dance floor. They wind up finding a pole, um, kind of with some like devices around the pole. Um, what do you mean a pole? Devices around the pole. What does that mean? Oh, uh, they just wind up finding a pole like in the middle of like a living room area, mm-hmm. like some devices, like some things that. Is you it can, like a stripper like, pole? Not a stripper pole. Okay. It's kind of like, like a beam. Yeah, more it's more beam, like a beam, kind of like something that holds up the house, kind of way okay. type pole. Okay. Um, but it's weird that it's in, in you know an area where you don't really need a beam. It's in the middle of the living room, mm-hmm. kind of area. Um, and they wind up. Finding like devices on it, like things like you know, hand clubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they wind up finding a bed that is blood soaked, mm-hmm. but a blood soaked mattress. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wind up finding a box in there with several videotapes. Oh, one of the videotapes, particularly, was called. Wedding tape. Wedding tape? Wedding tape. Okay. I'll let the detective explain okay. best. 
All right. What was on? Wedding tape. Wedding tape. Okay. <sighs> okay, be ready. Mm-hmm. Well, that tape started off as a, a wedding ceremony. And then suddenly we came across a site in a basement where you had a woman handcuffed. And on that tape there, he eventually kills her. A group of detectives sit in shock, watching a murder videotape by the killer himself. The videotapes themselves are, are very graphic. There, there is a murder. You can physically watch him take the life of another human being. There are brutal physical assaults. There are brutal sexual assaults. There are very graphic, very brutal tapes. Travis's torture was psychological as well as physical. Here, an audio excerpt of Travis exerting control over one of his victims. I can't hear you what you're saying. Say it clear. You want the master that pleases me to serve you. You want the master that pleases me to serve you. Stop, You want the master to please me to serve you. So, yes, that's Friel at its finest. So, yes. Oh, no. Apparently this woman's last words were, Mama, sorry. Oh, yeah, I was going to get to that in just a second. Okay. It's very troubling. Yes. Um, so, yes. Oh, I still need that. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's that's just the start of it. Okay. Um. Yes, they find that wedding. They find the wedding tape. Mm-hmm. And like the detective said, at first it was a wedding tape. Mm-hmm. And then it just got to so much more after yeah. you watch it. So you get that part right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you get. Oh man, so that's a little bit of it, and then you get, let's see, try to get to where we're going to get to next. Um, be prepared for this one, because mm-hmm. that was just the start. Oh, really? It gets way worse. Way worse. Okay. Here's the next part of the tape right here. Okay. Okay. And the mind torture continues. You saw her? Yeah. You saw her about what? Yeah, Jumping in the car with a mouth if you don't know? Huh? Yeah. You saw her? Yeah. Uh, you want to say something to your kids? <laughs> Mom, sorry. Murder victim, Mr. So it sounds like this was it sounds like this was like a way for him to like a, a punish prostitutes. Yeah. Like I mean, the way that he said he was like, Are you sorry? Are you sorry for getting in in a car with someone you don't know? Uh yeah, it's it's kinda in a way it's kinda like he I think it's kind of like um, Ted Bundy in the mm-hmm. aspect of that. I think he had a a sick per, a sick 
what would most people would deem perverted mm-hmm. sexual fantasy. Uh-huh. And think because he probably couldn't get women to... Most people. Yeah. <laughs> most people? <laughs> well, some people, as you see, don't frill. If you have a place called... If you have a website, then... Then you obviously there's obviously some people that like this that mm-hmm. like stuff like this. Well, but some some people makes it sound like some people. Well, well, again, like I said, I mean, if if you have a website, somebody has to like this. Well, this is well, has to like this. this is true, but it's creepy as crap. I, I'm not gonna judge anybody. I'm not gonna judge anybody for their sexual pleasures. Me, I'm not into bondage. I'm not into bondage. But, if, I mean, if, there's probably some sexual pleasures that, that if, people find if weird. If their sexual pleasures lead to murdering people, I'm going to judge their sexual pleasure. pleasure. Well, I, well, okay. Well, yes. If it leads to murdering people, it is fucked in the head. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why this led to murdering people is like what Ted Bundy said mm-hmm. was that I think it was that day that he got into a world of... He found a fantasy that he liked, mm-hmm. and that he couldn't find anybody to commit this fantasy to. Oh, okay. So I think that he was like, "Well, I think it's one of those things where, well, where you're a psychopath. Yeah. Instead of you, like, going on bondage websites mm-hmm. and messaging somebody from bondage websites, mm-hmm. and you know, finding some woman eventually that was like, hey." I'll meet you, and I like I'm into this thing, and mm-hmm. you're into this thing. Yeah. Instead of doing something like that, he just goes, "I'm not gonna take up my time to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pick up a prostitute and bond him and rape him and kill him mm-hmm. because you know what? I still get what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And but there's it's it sounds like there's also a bit of judgment. Oh, yes. It's a hundred percent judgment. Yeah. And we're going to get into it later on, trust me. Uh-huh. But, uh, yes, a hundred percent judgment. He 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 deems all these people as nothing. Mm-hmm. These people are nothing to him. Mm-hmm. And you're and this is a good segue to, segue to this point because mm-hmm. you're going to see how much these people are nothing to him. Okay. Again, get prepared. Let's see here. And it should be coming up right. Wait, huh? Oh, I think this is it. Okay, I think this is it right here. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. Let us even boasts of his handiwork. This is first kill, number one. First kill was 19 years old. Name, I don't get it. First kill was nice. So I said, uh-huh. cold case detectives. So, first kill, I don't know. Um, first kill, 19 years old. Name, I, I don't, don't know, it. and I don't give a fuck. Uh, so, 19 years old. Interesting, right? Mm hmm. Remember all those ages I named off? Yeah, they they didn't match that. Yeah, they have not found anybody 19 years old. Mm-mm. So you want me to tell you something? Yeah. Yeah, most likely 
he murdered a lot of women. Yeah, so, uh, that's, yeah, so, that's his videotape. They show it to him, and <laughs> at that time, Maury Travis was screwed. <laughs> I would say, if anything, he was screwed. He was, whoa, mm-hmm. in a heap of trouble. Yes. Um, so yes, Maury Travis was like, uh, fuck, oh, good, oh, yeah, good. I don't think I can talk my way out of this now. Uh, do you want to leak back or do you want to just wait later on? Let's just wait. Wait later on? I want to get through this. Okay. Well... June 10th, so three days after he's arrested, mm-hmm. June 10th, 2002, they finally bring him to arraignment. Yeah. So they finally arraign him, you know, pretty much tell him, dude, you're not fucking get it out mm-hmm. of fucking jail, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were going to get a bill. You think you're going to get a bill? <laughs> you're going to get a bill. Oh, fuck no, dude. <laughs> we found a tape of you basking in your own glory. We found a tape of you murdering a woman, then did say they're like, ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, it was nice. I did that. It was <laughs> first kill, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty nice. really cool. 19, what? I don't know her name. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I don't really care. Oh, talk to your kids. Tell them how sad you were. Have anything you want to say to your kids? Yeah, so yeah. Yo, yeah. Like, <laughs> guess what? You can fuck off. You're mm-hmm. going to fucking rot in this shithole, you mm-hmm. damn dick. Um, Somebody pretty much tell them that. Um, so Maury Travis goes back to his room. Mm-hmm. While in his room. I think he's going to do something. Binds his hands behind his back. Puts a bag over his head and wraps a noose around the bag. Mm. Hangs himself inside of his room. Mm-hmm. Maury Travis is found dead. Yeah. From hanging in his own, in his jail cell. Yeah. Now, this is after he was on one, the suicide watch mm-hmm. um, part of the, uh, of the St. Louis County, mm-hmm. County Jail. Um, interesting enough, this jail was actually built... Three years before, in 1999, mm-hmm. um, he was right by a rubber room. Mm-hmm. You know what a rubber room is? Yeah. So, right by, by a rubber room. Um, so, a lot of people are like, why the fuck was he not in a rubber room mm-hmm. then? I know, he's on the suicide. Obviously, this guy's committed so many murders. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to probably off himself off if he ever has a chance to. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are very, very highly upset about this. Yeah. Detectives definitely highly upset. I mean, one, there's still bodies out there. Yeah. There's, there's pretty much, there's pretty much a fact. There are mm-hmm. definitely m- murders out there that he, that are not solved. But yeah. That are not solved. What makes it a dude? Where's my killer? Mm-hmm. Because there's definitely bodies out there that he's not accounted for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's women out there that uh, were murdered and their families are probably still yeah. wondering what happened to them. Wondering what happened to them? I mean, and there could even bodies that 
that were not found. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the victim number 17, mm-hmm. that can't be called victim number 17 because we don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah. But that was found in a field that probably nobody would have stumbled upon this body. Yeah. Or if they did stumble upon this body, it would have been probably years later. Mm-hmm. And so it could be stumbling upon pure either probably didn't stumble, have not stumbled upon bodies. Yeah. It could be some inside of East St. Louis, St. Mm-hmm. Louis, that nobody's not seen. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just crazy just to know that, that you know, they're just, that Texas like, we don't know how many people he killed. Mm-hmm. He says he did 17. Uh, some have estimated that it could be up to 20. And then you have some people that are living there now that says only, he only did like, to the two victims that he's seen on the mm-hmm. on the videotapes, some they would be like, "Oh, he only did two days seen on the videotapes. The rest are not are not even him. He's just claimed those people." Stupid. But yeah, so uh, they're upset about that. They're upset mm-hmm. that they can't get to again. The big thing about Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. uh, you can't get to the mind of the serial killer, and that's what people were so happy about when Ted Bunny was like found alive mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. It's cause you can get it to you can ask Ted Bunny questions, try mm-hmm. to figure out why does his mind work like that? Mm-hmm. Why is your why is your mind work in a way that you see people as not, objects. As yeah. As objects for your pleasure, you know? Yeah. Things like that. Well, I mean here's normally I would be upset about someone killing themselves. Mm-hmm. But just the thought that Someone, this, like, pure evil mm. is gone. I get, a, I, get, I get a sense of relief from that. Yeah. Um, this is one that's going to probably even make you even more angry. Mm-hmm. Um, in his suicide letter that he did write, suicide letter, uh-huh. he apologized to his mom. And they didn't, they had, I tried to look everywhere to mm-hmm. find what the suicide letter was, they just could not find that well, one. Well, that's good. Uh, he does does try to apologize to his mom and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the suicide letter, he never ever mentions or takes responsibility for any of the murders. Oh, well, of course he's not going to. He never says sorry to the women's families that he, mm-hmm. that he you know, he killed these women's yeah. families that he just fucked up. Well, know. of course he won't. He probably sees these women as just pieces of meat yeah not anything human yeah so i mean it's crazy to know that this man just he uh Mm -hmm. did all stuff and he'll never really seek any repercussions Mm -hmm. at all um it's crazy to me that there are people out there that Feel the 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 desire and the need mm. to do stuff like this because mm. the only instances where I w- could even imagine being able to kill someone is if I is if they've hurt someone yeah. that I love if they're trying if or if they're trying to kill someone in front of me yeah that's the only instance that I'd be able to. Well. Uh, even, justify, just not even justify. Yeah, but even in that instance, I don't think it you, would still be really think, hard. I don't think you would 
torture rape. No. Oh God, it'd be it would be something that mm. I would as like as fast as I could get it done. That's yeah. like or as as resourceful as I could. Yeah. Um and not in situations where oh you've hurt my family i'm gonna hurt you back like you are it'd be an instance of like okay you're trying to hurt my family in front of me at, at in front of my very eyes um, well another crazy instance of uh that happened after this um they wound up sending his um dna to atlanta georgia in Atlanta, Georgia, in 1994, mm-hmm. there were a string of prostitute murders. Mm-hmm. Guess where Maury Travis went to after serving his prison sentence for those shoe robberies, shoe store robberies? Atlanta, Georgia. Lived in Atlanta, Georgia for a little while. Mm-hmm. So we think he might be even responsible for, for oh, murders in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. They didn't get the proof. Uh, from what I've seen, I haven't seen any have proof of it at all. Yep. Of all, but that might be just some of those twenty. Uh, what some estimate the twenty plus murders that mm-hmm. he probably did. Um, again, uh, he was only charged for the murders of the people on the videotape. Mm-hmm. On the people on the videotape, the people that you just heard, those were Lisa Greenwall mm-hmm. and Betty James. Yeah. So those well, are that's, that's how that's how trials work. Mm-hmm. Um, the district attorney or the prosecution has to pursue the cases that they feel can give it. Mm-hmm. they can convict. And if mm-hmm. you have video evidence proving that it happened, that that's about that is, that is as strong of a con- conviction. Yeah. Radar as you can possibly have. No, you can only convict. Yeah, you can only give. I mean, when a, I mean, when a person's dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason to spend trillions of dollars on a case when a person's already dead anyway. You know. Yeah. And doing a murder conviction like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's important to talk to to mention that mm-hmm. because I think sometimes a lot of people can get really hung up on like. Um, the, the numbers mm-hmm. of of a of a tri- of trial mm-hmm. and that and I think that's why it interests me so much mm-hmm. because there's a there's a reason why they're doing there's a reason why lawyers do what they do yeah I think a lot of people don't don't think about that yeah well it, well that's the thing is they try to attack the weak points and mm-hmm. the weak point is that I mean if if it wasn't for the videotape they have nothing but circumstantial, circumstantial evidence. evidence. Best. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get except the, when they found the physical evidence in the in the basement with the blood and stuff like that. Yeah, now that would have probably got him. Mm-hmm. That would have probably what would have put him away for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other stuff was has to. But if he would have found a way to maybe, I don't. Well, you can't really clean up blood too much. Um, it's it's very it difficult. It would have been very difficult. Blood blood as a means of evidence is. It doesn't lie. Hey, what did I say at the beginning of this podcast? We're not going to show you how to get away with work. Well, no, 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 what I'm saying is, and this is this is this is not a this is not a case of me trying to show someone how to get away with work. Nah, I just messed up. This is this is blood. When I say blood does not lie, I mean the, the splatter yeah. matters. Yeah. The splatter batters, the, you can, it is 
you can you can tell when it's been placed, mm. and you can tell when it's not been placed. Yes. Like you can you can tell these things. So. At the, at the end, the blood he wasn't gonna be able to get rid of the blood. At the best, he would have to switch out. Again, at the end of the day, if he would have never sent that map, mm-hmm. he wasn't so into himself that he. And then that's he another thing. He had to just like. That's another thing is that he just had to. He feed had his to ego. Sh- he had to shit on this guy for writing a sad story mm-hmm. about one of the women they killed. Mm-hmm. He's this. He got caught because he had to like, shit on a guy for writing a sad story. Oh. You wrote a sad story about a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Write another sad story about this prostitute as well. Mm-hmm. Like he had to literally shit on a guy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think his. I don't think that was the main motive, though. I think his his thing was, look at me. They're writing about me. Let me let me just give him a little response. So that's just. I mean, again, like you said, this is one of the people that I one of the most evil this is one of the most evil people mm-hmm. we will cover on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, I mean one I day can't help but more. wonder what his family history was like what his relationship was like with his mother what about his father that's where my that's where my mind goes to because I, I took a bunch of psychology classes whenever I went to school mm-hmm. <sighs> well um, interesting enough, we'll never, they don't really, this family doesn't talk about them much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, remember when we started off the podcast, what we started off with? Mm-hmm. A woman finding out about our house. Uh-huh. And how it was, a uh, Murder house? A murder house. I'm assuming it's the house that these murders happened in. <laughs> Let's play some of this woman. Okay. So let's play a little bit more of this woman right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one right here. Is it gonna pick up where it left off? That's when the nightmare begins. That's the charge. Ah, okay. Where we start from? Refresher. Like I love the house. Katrina McGaugh signed the lease without worry. Her Section 8 voucher covered $810 in rent. The landlord seemed nice, no worries at all, until a family member told her to check out a cold case documentary about serial killers airing on the A and E network. Oh my God. Seriously, imagine if this happened to you. And then there it is. The house that I'm living in pops up, and it's like, it's real. Whoa. Talk about sending chills down her spine. She was living in the same Ferguson house serial killer Mari Travis used as a torture chamber. The landlord even gave her the dining room table, the same one from the crime scene photos. Uh, she showed us the house. She's like, you guys can have this table if you want. Those are the same chairs. Yeah, same chairs, same tables, everything. But it's what happened downstairs that freaks her out. That's where Travis recorded some of his crimes. At one point, he sent the post-dispatch a map to identify victim number 17. Some of the victims were tied to this pole. This whole basement was basically his torture chamber. And it's not okay. It's just too much for McGaugh to handle. So she called her landlord begging to get out of the lease, but the landlord wasn't sympathetic. 
Turns out the landlord is the suspect's mom. She said, no, you've already signed a lease. You need to stay there until your lease is up. So I called Travis's mother. She claims she told McGaw about the house's dark past. McGaw says that's not true. She would have remembered the people murdered in the basement part. Do you feel like there should be a law that you should be told about something? I definitely feel there should be a law. Like, there's no way that... So. Oh. Yes. Remember when you said her name, Sandra? Yeah. His mom's name is Sandra. Oh my Travis. God. So yes, Sandra Travis. She pretty much tries her best to deny letting this woman out of lease. Oh what? Tries her best. Oh God. The only thing that gets her mm-hmm. out of this lease is one that show context in buses. Sandra Travis. Yeah. And. Interesting enough, Sandra Travis is part of the board for realtors, for property owners, and things like mm. that inside of Ferguson, Missouri. Okay. So to try to pretty much make sure her name is not sold on that board and pretty mm-hmm. much get kicked off of that board, yeah. they, uh, she finally releases her off the lease. Mm-hmm. So um, that woman, she wins. She wins. She wins. She gets cut off the lease. Good. Uh, gets out of, gets out of the lease. I would want off of that lease as well. Yeah, no, we don't. I, I don't. I haven't looked to see if anybody else stays in the house mm-hmm. now, but yeah. We had to destroy that thing. Oh, but yes, Sandra Travis was a woman that actually sold her, get rid of her that house with furniture in it, telling her, telling pretty much telling her that it's already furniture. You can have this if you want it. Yeah, like, it's, oh yeah. dear God. Oh, no, thank you. So, yeah, sometimes if you think something's too good to be true or you're thinking that, you know, it, like, hey, uh, I'm happy that we got furniture in your house mm-hmm. and things like that. Think about the furniture first. Just, just look it up. Look up. Just do a look. Just type in Or just your think address. to yourself, has anyone sat in this before? Yeah. Just type in your address. Just type mm-hmm. in the address of the house. Mm-hmm. And see what pops up when you type in the address of yeah. the house. Because if you type in the address of this house, I promise you. Some stuff will pop up. I promise you something would have popped up mm-hmm. if you typed in the address of this house. Hmm, I'm uh, just checking and seeing. What, what, tell me about this place. But, yeah. So that's Maureen Travis. Uh, again. This is fucked, this guy's fucked up, right? Yeah, this is probably the most troubling thing we've talked about on here so far for me. Thurston. Have you ever heard of Maury Travis before? No. Guess what? What? Until I listen to a, a episode of last podcast on the left where uh-huh. they did not even cover Maury Travis. Uh-huh. They just mentioned a name. And I uh-huh. went, that's an interesting name. Let uh-huh. me look it up and see what all he did. Yeah. Until I did that... I had no fucking clue who Maury Travis was. Whoa. So that tells you how the media plays it. And mm-hmm. that's the reason why I want to get into black history murders. Mm-hmm. Because we always go, black people don't do fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Black people don't do fucked up shit. This right here is proof that that's not true. We, how many documentaries does Ted Bundy have? A bunch. I mean, just you can't name it because it's so yeah. many, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he just came out with a new one on Netflix mm-hmm. that everybody else is jizzing over, even though mm-hmm. it's just talking about the same stuff yeah. that's been talked about since the mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah. Well, I I don't, I will say, I don't know too much about Ted Bundy, so I would probably watch that to learn more about Ted Bundy. Yeah, well, I know a lot about Ted Bundy. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, and I mean, I, I had a coworker earlier, she might be listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. and she, as you, we was all, we was all, uh, sitting around like uh, the other day, and uh, and she was like, Ted Bundy, oh my God, have you ever heard of Ted Bundy? Talking to all the people, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I just sat there quiet because I'm a true god guy, and I, yeah. don't, I don't want my coworkers just being like, oh, he, well, why you know so much about Ted Bundy, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just sitting there, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, this guy was killing people in this state, and he's breaking out of jail, and didn't killing people in another state, and breaking out of jail." And I'm like. Yeah, Ted Bundy is a person that Maury Travis would have looked at as a dumbass. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, again, I beg the question of why does not stuff like this get covered? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, um, I think some people are kind of scared to talk about stuff like this. But they're not scared to talk about Bill Cosby, O.J. Simpson, or R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. So why are they scared to talk about Maury Travis? I don't know. Well, maybe maybe it's because those maybe it's because those people are famous. I... This is just this is a non-famous guy. But Ted Bunny wasn't famous until you made him until they made him mm-hmm. until the media made him famous, he was not famous. I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm so. I say uh, this is why I'm getting to black history murders because mm-hmm. I'm saying right now, do research, look things up, mm-hmm. don't let society fool you and think that you gotta be scared of a certain type of dude or mm-hmm. or. Ted Bundy's the most gruesome person in American history. Or be scared of everyone, not just certain people. Yes, because we, you know what, if they, it, cause you know what, if the media at this time wasn't so up Ted Bundy's ass, mm-hmm. guess what? I bet you one of these girls would have seen a true crime documentary on the Grim Sleeper who was mm-hmm. happening at this time. Mm-hmm. Who we're not gonna probably talk about in this Black History Murders, but he's gonna be one in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there were so many Black prostitutes getting killed in mm-hmm. Los Angeles alone do- around the time. And uh-huh. guess what? If any, if the media would have played, would have talked anything about these serial killers, mm-hmm. those type of serial killers, guess what? I bet you one of these Black women would have been like. Oh, Maury Travis, you want to take me back to your house? I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. nah. So, again, this is why I do this. Mm-hmm. So we can make, I know y'all was like, this is, I know y'all all thinking that this was a fucked up one. Why did mm-hmm. he have to get so gruesome to start it mm-hmm. off? Um, I just had to get gruesome to start off just to let y'all know. Just to mm-hmm. let you know that, look, this is what the media is not telling. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's a gruesome one. Um, 
uh, don't worry. It's not gonna, this is pretty much going to be one of the most gruesome ones I have scheduled mm-hmm. uh, uh, for for Black History Murders for sure. Mm-hmm. I think when we get past this, and I don't think we're going to get to it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I know when we get to Halloween again, we're talking about the real boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And this guy actually... <laughs> Maury Travis would be like, whoa, fuck, fuck shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck shit, man. I mean, this, when we talked about the real boogeyman, Jesus fucking Mm -hmm. Christ, that guy is crazy. Yeah. Well, that guy's a whole other level fucked. But yeah, uh, so yeah, so don't worry. This one, again, like I said, it was a big timer. I already warned y'all beforehand. Um, but if you listen to the episode and you're like, God damn it, God damn it, uh, dude, you're going to have to hear this once a, once a week. Mm-hmm. No, this is probably about the, the worst we're going to get, um, uh, for black history murders. Um, maybe you might get a little bit, uh, I don't know. Uh, the last one I got planned, I don't know if it's as, t- it's not as gruesome as this. Mm-hmm. I think the gruesome part about this is the videotapes. Okay. I think yeah. the videotapes is what makes this so much gruesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. when you got this guy who's gloating on a videotape about it, I think it just makes it just that much more gruesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, but that's really Travis. Uh, I guess, want to get this shit happened? Uh-huh. So, shit happened. Uh, I don't really have a lot of not have anything? I don't really um, have much. I don't have anything for shit happened. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- my shit happened is that Haley bought me a birthday present already. Uh, yes, I did. I did. So she bought me a birthday present. Mm-hmm. That was my shit happened. She mm-hmm. was an awesome girlfriend yesterday. I she did a lot tried. of awesome things for me yesterday. I did do a lot of awesome things for you yesterday. <laughs> did a lot my of shit things. happened is that I'm an awesome girlfriend. <laughs> So that was some shit happened. Uh, mm-hmm. she, yeah, she did a lot of awesome things for me yesterday. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of anything else. My shit happened. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but oh, I guess I should share a shit happened. Okay, yeah. That I, this might not be your favorite thing, but uh-huh. my my love for pho was oh fuck yesterday. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, yeah, go with that. So, um, I, as Kip said, I did some really nice things for him yesterday. Mm-hmm. He, you asked me to do some, fa- some a favor for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I did those, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, but I was hungry, so I went and got lunch at this Vietnamese restaurant that's fairly close to where you live, like very, very close, actually. Yeah. And uh, I went in and had some lunch there, mm-hmm. and I am in love with pho. It's so delicious. <laughs> My girlfriend, we talked about we talked about it ahead of time, but uh, maybe about a few days before, we was talking about going to this place, and we was both like, we're gonna wait to probably try to go to this place the next day that we both have off mm-hmm. together. And um, my shit happened was that Haley said, uh, fuck that shit. <laughs> I, I just, I got this craving and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to like this. <sighs> oh, yeah. 
uh, another shit happened. Uh, something I talked about earlier on the show. Um, we did record our episode of Glow. Mm-hmm. So our uh, first episode of Glow is out. If you do want to check it out, it is Glow. Um, I we have a subtitle but underneath it. For mm-hmm. if you're looking for it and want to make sure, because when I typed it in on Spotify, which is I think we only own. Uh, last I checked, it might be on more by now. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked in like a couple days, or maybe it was yesterday. I think I checked mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. but I can't mm-hmm. remember. But uh, uh, I, when I looked it up, like the first uh, Spotify is one of probably the main ones that I would think would be probably what people would listen on. But uh, when I looked it up on Spotify, when you type in glow, there's like a shit ton of things. There's a shit ton of podcasts that have glow in the title. We're mm-hmm. like one of the only podcasts that cover the show glow mm-hmm. but there's like a lot of like glowing on glowing time glowing times all this yeah. type of like all type of like puns with glow like self-improvement yeah get, get your glow on yeah shit like that yes like literally like shit like that mm-hmm. <laughs> yes we should do so, podcasts about how those podcasts suck. <laughs> so yeah they have it's a, all about the power of the pause so yeah take a moment to pause and reflect. And because our podcast, the Glow Podcast, is new mm-hmm. and doesn't have many listeners, obviously they're gonna put our podcast behind the ones that have like fifty listeners. Mm-hmm. And even though it's even though it's not a popular podcast, mm-hmm. ours only. I don't. Last I checked, we had like five listeners, which is a lot because I have not advertised at all no. <laughs> so it's just five random people that have like, stumbled oh, upon the mm, podcast <laughs> but uh that cover art looks great <laughs> but uh but but because of that it's have it's pretty down there so um if you want to it's glow and then uh i can't remember what the subtitle the was. subtitle is and other kick-ass moments of wrestling Oh, good. You remembered. Look at me. Even if you're like most sleepiest of moments. You yes, I'm like, I, I am so sleepy right now that I am anticipating going to sleep. Like my, I'm like jittery about going to sleep. But yes, so it's called Glow and Other Kick. Well, it's, you know, well, it's the one that says in parentheses, in parentheses, other, in other kick kick-ass wrestling moments because mm-hmm. we talk about uh wrestling shows we actually talked about how i had Haley watch that first royal rumble. royal rumble so um so yes if you want to check out that show for sure mm-hmm. uh glow and we are going to be coming up and we're debating about it i think Haley says she wants to do it in the upcoming week mm-hmm. um we're going to do Much to Love. Much mm-hmm. to Love. So, Much to Love is going to be coming out soon. Yes. And we have the lineup for what we're going to do and everything. It looks awesome. So, we're going to be coming out one of Haley's very anticipating that one. Yes. Too bad no VMAs' food is on Haley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hungry. <laughs> God. You're acting like I, like... Got married to someone else. A Vietnamese food. You got I married just to went Vietnamese and had. Food. I literally went and ate soup. That's that's the long and short of what I did. I the, went and ate that was your, some really good this, soup. This is your version of cheating on me. Honestly, if that's my version of cheating on you, you have nothing to worry about. 
Oh my god. Okay, so yes, that's our that's pretty much our shit happened. So yeah, look the, uh look up those podcasts, listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um look forward to uh, more Black History Murder mm-hmm. next week. Um also uh again, follow social medias. Here's your killer on uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Here's mm-hmm. your killer on Twitter. Uh, what more noise? The Facebook group mm-hmm. and here's your killer at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so past that, I hope everybody has a uh, great week. And uh, <laughs> I guess that I just keep holding on to see what Starship. No, no, starts. no. <laughs> so Starship Coyote. Can go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. Alright, well, with that said, uh, Haley, do you have any out- outing words? Uh, nighty night. <laughs> no gold dust for this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, bow to your, uh, bow to your savior gold dust. <laughs> you should be kneeling. <laughs> And uh, with that said, uh, don't be a Sam Shepard. No, don't. Bye.